But I ended up making another trade. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's do the show trades. already. Let's just do the okay. show already. All right, all right. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. <laughs> My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm laughing because Shane's like playing the air drums or whatever. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. What up? Dynasty Madman at Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. Hey, what's going on? We got Anthony back with us this week. So fireworks going off for Anthony's return. I think I just snorted. No, no, Jeremy. That's my line. It's a different kind of snort for you. Um, But uh, Jeremy, no, no, no. You had you had you just asked us a a few minutes ago what the Anthony thing was about, and I said, "Hey, let's save it for the show." Um, Literally, literally, last week you you, we you know you were away, you were with your family. I know you said you had some car problems, and you you, it 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 slowed you down. But we were about to do something. And then Shane, right before we did it, he said, well, Anthony's not here. And he goes, well, no, wait, I mean, Jeremy. <laughs> and I was like, who the f- is Anthony? <laughs> Where does Anthony even come from? How does that enter? I, like, what? I don't know. Who is Anthony? I don't know. That's the worst part. That's like, you know, if you're with your wife and you call her some other woman's name, and it's not even a woman you know, and she's just like, who's Jacqueline? And you're like, I swear to God, I, I, I honestly don't even know a Jacqueline. No idea. Kennedy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Like, I've never dated a Jacqueline. It just came out of my mouth. And she's like, I don't believe you. You're sleeping That's on the sofa. crazy, dude. Yeah. So luckily you weren't here because I don't know what the what the equivalent of a podcast host uh, to your wife making you sleep on the sofa would be. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make you sleep on the sofa. No, I mean, honestly, you could have called a lot worse. I, I'm, I still don't understand the Anthony. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for not calling me anything bad. <laughs> it was funny, though, because we said it a, a, a couple different times after that. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I hope Hopefully, Jeremy will take it as the fun part that it is, actually. I mean, I realize we've only been working together for like, you know, five, six years and then the podcast for three or four years. I mean, it's not a long time. You can't expect a guy to remember that. Oh, my God. It seems like decades. Is it really only been years? (laughs) It's been fun, though. Come on. Mostly fun. Come on. Oh, no. It's always fun. No, seriously. But um, so are you okay? Everything all right? You said you had some car problems and whatever. Yeah, well, we were on vacation. And unfortunately, instead of flying and getting a rental car, because (laughs) the rental car thing was um, a bit like tenuous, we thought we were gonna have to spend a lot of money, maybe not be guaranteed a car. And um, even through my thing through work. So um, we, we decided to drive, unfortunately, and I had our traverse serviced before we went down um (laughs) on our trip and you know 17 hours away and it broke down we had it in two different shops and uh i was pretty pissed um, but we had it loaded up ready to come back and it was and we stopped to get some beverages for the road and stuff and it wouldn't start vodka so i had to go get a rental car (laughs) unload it move stuff to uh (laughs) iced teas and stuff like that but um so i had to take the kids with me lift to a to a rental car place, get the rental car, come back to where they towed it to, to be worked on and unload everything into the car, which was a little smaller than ours. The SUV is a little smaller, but get everything in there except for our beach stuff that was just mounted on top of in a bag, right? Move everything, every single thing I just loaded in the car, all the suitcases and everything into the rental vehicle. And then 
get a hold of the people that the house we just stayed at for a week. They own a bunch of houses down there. Stay in another house. Fortunately, they had one available. It was just, it was just <laughs> utterly. I was Chevy Chase in vacation in the family truckster, and it was stupid. Uh, yeah. Did Christy Brinkley drive up alongside you? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the the she, funny the Christy fu- Brinkley is in her late eighties right now. Um, <laughs> you know, not to age shame because I know we're older, but no, she she could no longer get it because I'd be scared I'd break her hip. You know, we're going to need to pull up a picture of her. You know what is funny, though, Jeremy? The best part of all of it was like how you didn't – everything you just said right now is way more than you told us. Like all you told us was, hey, guys, I'm not here. Go ahead and do the show without us. So I, I had asked Shane. I was like, did you know Jeremy was gone? And Shane was like, no, You guys didn't, didn't know me. I was going on vacation? <laughs> no. Are you serious? Well, not that you were going to miss the show. You said you were oh. gone, but you didn't say you were going to miss the show, you know? Are you serious? So- <laughs> I always tell you guys what I'm going – Dude, but you I know, didn't man, say you were going to miss, you know, so. It's been a whirlwind. I'm not surprised I didn't tell you that, but I thought I did. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> That's right. You guys are like, why isn't he here? It's, <laughs> where's he at? Well. Yeah, pa- so I was stranded. No problem. But part of that, you know, look, we spent a couple weeks. We did quarterbacks. We did running backs. We did wide receivers. But we yep. stopped at tight ends. And part of that was because we, we weren't. 100% sure you were gone. So last week, <laughs> last week, Shane and I talked about a tweet he sent instead of tight ends. So tonight we're going to finally finish all the p- positions and we're going to do tight ends. What? Okay. It, Shane's Shane's raising his hands for all you people who can't see. All right. Him. So I actually just looked up Christy Brinkley um, <laughs> and then what came up was Christy she Brinkley. She did not drive by us. It, it goes, Christy Brinkley still looks amazing at 66 and bikini pics. So I'm oh. like, okay, let me go look. Um, I don't want to say that I would bang her because she's a great grandma, um, but oh Listen, I would. She's a dragon. I would, I would do it. I would probably do it. I wouldn't admit to it because she's sixty six, but um, but, but, yeah, but it's Christy Brinkley. So if she's you listening. Was, if she's listening, uh, hey Christy, how you doing? Hey, listen. In three days, I'm going to be fifty three, so I'm way closer to that than you guys are. So I don't. Yeah. I don't have a problem with. <laughs> Jeremy, you're shaking your head at fifty three. Hey, listen. <laughs> I'll be there soon enough, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash you. What are you so gonna guys, do? What are you gonna do? I wanted to, you know, to follow our theme of tight end. Um, t- talking about the tight ends, I, I did bring, get us some news on the tight ends uh, position. And right. our news, our news is brought to you by Underdog dot uh, com. Underdog, underdog, underdog Fantasy or Underdog com. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really sure where Underdog com would take you, but Underdog Fantasy com. Um, use our pro our promo, which is Trades HQ. Thank you, John. Um, Thanks, They're Jeremy. still giving out $25 <laughs> to new signups. Um, so I would suggest you go sign up and get yourself a free $25 on underdogfantasy.com using promo code TRADESHQ. Okay. No joke, I love Underdog. And uh, for people out there that remember Draft, the Draft app you had on your phone, uh, that's these guys, Underdog Fantasy. A lot of fun, a lot of you know quick drafts, things you can do in 10 minutes and have a lot of fun with. So definitely check them out. Um, we, we love underdogfantasy.com. Draft, I told you, you weren't here last week, but I did draft with the um, with some of our patrons. I wasn't here last week. No, I'm just kidding. You drafted with the patrons, really? I want to see. I want us to do that um, as much as possible, but you already did it. In season. Yeah. In season. And, and, oh, I, I beat, I beat them badly. Like, <laughs> the jer- good, it was, good. it was, it looked like they were just being nice to me. I told Michael this, like yeah. they were being really nice and letting me just 
destroy them. So again, what? patrons are awesome. Yeah, we Jeremy, that, when but... you get a chance, listen to last week's show. He he even said that he thinks they all did it on purpose to let him win. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, whatever. You, uh, you guys <laughs> never do that again, okay? If you did let Shane win, don't show him any favors. Just beat him. Beat the, him. The best part is that's the actually the only way Shane can win is people let him. <laughs> so um, if you're going to say I didn't say it. I didn't <laughs> I say did. it. So if you're going to go to this tight end thing, it's hilarious that it's somebody that <laughs> that is an so, eagle. It's an eagle. So eagle. Go ahead. Yeah, go we'll ahead, start tell with us. the big one. Jordan Matthews is <laughs> Jordan, Matthews, Jordan Matthews. J-Mac, as some might remember him, oh um, is looking to make a comeback as a tight end. I hope he does. I have that amazing card I told you with the piece of the eagle and yeah, all that that's, shit. That's I, right. I hope he does. <laughs> he was So he was, what you know, an oversized slot receiver. Um, for the yep, Eagles, and now, slot, yep. now, now he's decided that he wants to be an undersized H back. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited. End, yeah. yeah, he's he's allegedly six foot three. Um, he's up to two hundred and thirty pounds. So he's going to be an undersized tight end. Um, his spark score probably looks really good as a tight end. Um, how excited are we on a scale of? <laughs> I guess Tim Tebow to Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> That's awesome. Rob Gronkowski being the ceiling. Where would we fit this in? Uh, only because I have that amazing card. Uh, I'll put him at a, like a one. Um, but when you say that he's a tight end, but he's not signed with anybody, right? Oh, so no, no. He's, he's not. A, he, yeah. He's, no, he's sitting on his couch saying, hey, everybody, I'm a tight end I'm going to play tight end now. <laughs> he, he, he is working out. He's working out at a, a local college I mean, or high I'm working school, out. middle school. I forget. <laughs> Um, Jeremy's going to be a tight end yeah. too. <laughs> I'm working just, out. I'm a little undersized. Well, yeah, except for the belly. He's decided that the NFL is going small wide receiver. <laughs> so to combat that, he's going to go become a tight end. And after he puts on about 15 more pounds, he's going to be ready for some tryouts. So look for him in your local. How old is he? Semi-pro league. He is only exactly. 28 years old. Okay. So are you saying, yeah. are you saying, is there any, how would you put this? Is there any type of league, no matter what it is, even if it's a must start to tight end uh, with tight end premium, would you be picking him up right now? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, and, you know, I had the chance to run through the DLF ADP on tight ends. And yeah, yeah. I mean, after the first, oh, I don't know, let's say 10 to 15 guys, it starts to get like, insulting okay the position is, is insulting all right but hold off because yeah, that's top the, heavy that's the yeah. topic of our show tonight so yeah. before you go on to that there is still one other tight end. i Big guess news. you well, i guess we made the news tight end heavy based on the tight end discussion we're gonna have so let's finish up the news and talk about the other tight end that's in the news and then we'll go on to these tight ends hey, i don't know how this slipped through the cracks i haven't heard anyone talk about this so i'm, I'm really proud that i found this nugget um <laughs> On uh, you on, found the nugget, all right. On NBC Sports Edge, is, is this um, the first really time we use nugget? Find. Is this the first yeah. time we use nugget on the show? Be. Okay, good. I had to do a lot good. of digging on this. Um, really, I went on the internet and um, went on RotoWorld.com. So you NBC, didn't pull this NBC one right Sports out of your Edge. ass, no. Jake. Jake Butt. <laughs> Speaking of ass, but yeah, Jake Butt <laughs> has signed with the Chicago Bears. Ooh, really? So Cole Komet. Watch out. Uh, yeah, no. When did that happen, actually? 
I don't know. I've already closed the link, and I don't care. <laughs> Good for both of those guys, Jordan Matthews and Jake But Hey, Jordan Matthews was an above-average av- above collegiate wide receiver, and he was decent in the pros for a while. I'd love to see him be successful. I mean, tight ends catching the football. I'm not going to discount that he could do something, but I'll tell you what, I the USFL is rebooting, and I see Jordan Matthews as a starting tight end in the USFL. I don't know about the NFL, but here's the thing, man. Good luck when, to him. When you know you're looking in, well, Jacob Harris has also been all over the Twitter. Has exploded with Jacob Harris um, uh, explosions this week on Twitter because um, the Rams have made it known that he is definitely going to be a tight end. Um, wow, cool! Six foot five, um, two forty, drafted in the fourth round. Um, so he's kind of like the uh, tight end du jour because we're bored. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, let's let's hold that off then to our tight end stuff. Maybe you'll want to put him into the top twelve. I, I don't know that he'll be in the top twelve. <laughs> really good athlete though. Look, he's six five. Excuse me, he's two hundred and twenty pounds, so he's clearly undersized. Um, he was a wide receiver in college, um, but you know, I guess, and he's he's fast. He's yep. fast. Is he fast? Is he? Yeah, yeah I mean, he's an analytics four point four three. Yeah, 4. yeah, he's an analytics pick. Like those guys that you pick because they're an athletic specimen. So you know, why not? You know, let's see how he can play football. And here's the thing: the tight end position is so uh, insulting. I'm just going to keep using the term insulting because I don't know that there's any us, other term to better describe it. Like I, I and I was making fun of him a little bit, but I, I'll take Jacob <laughs> Harris over Jack Doyle and CJ yeah, yeah. Uzuma. All right, yep. and All right. so would I. Yeah, Christopher Herndon, like these guys, I've seen what they can do. It's not much. Uh, I'm okay moving on. Okay, so that's part of what's going to happen tonight. We've spent we spent a couple weeks, except with the exception of last week when Jeremy couldn't be here. So Shane and I spent the entire show talking about a tweet he sent out. But but the, <laughs> but the weeks before Good that, <laughs> the weeks before. Before that, we spoke about the quarterbacks, the running backs, and the and the wide receivers of who the top twelve were in ADP based on DLF's uh, mock drafts. So we talked about who they were and who we think will be next year. For tonight, we're going to go to the tight ends. The one thing that was very interesting to me was I like how pre-show Jeremy said, "Hey, let's do the tight ends tonight. Let's do the top 12." And Shane said, "Eh, meh, top 12. Let's just just do top 8." So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Top 10, top 10." With with that position, it's very difficult. You know, there's always that that upper echelon bunch of guys, but then there's that big group underneath them. The thing is is the people that are in these drafts and and building their teams Pretty much those people that are that are in that bunch underneath is what everybody needs to see. So I think tonight we'll speak so, about yes, all those, yes. you know. So, Shane, you did a chart just like we did the last couple of weeks where yeah. it went back to 2020, 2019, 2018. How far back did you go with the tight ends? I, I just went to 2019. That was far enough for me. Um, <laughs> okay. I, just, I, I stopped caring. Um, <laughs> Stop caring at 2019. But, yeah. we're, but oh, we're, here, awesome. we're here to help the people that are listening. Listen, everybody knows the one, two, and three, but they don't know the seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. So but, come on. Right. And I want to tell you right now, though, my, my favorite thing when I was doing these uh, this chart and the favorite my favorite thing that I've seen, and I, I don't know if this was an error of some way, but apparently Hakeem Butler was the tight end 12 <laughs> in 2019 mock drafts. <laughs> okay, let me let me say one thing about Hakeem. 
<laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. Go ahead. Please don't. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I see that. He is number 12. How did that happen? <laughs> I'm not exactly sh- sure. That, I, that might be a programming error. Um, might trying be. to see. What, when was he a rookie? What was his rookie year? Wasn't his rookie year 2019? Yeah, I was going to bring up. He was yeah, a, he that's was, when yeah, okay, he was so drafted. He was a, I, think, I think what happened is he was a wide receiver, right? Uh-huh. At that point, and somehow when they converted him to a tight end, which he's converted, they didn't, <laughs> they did, they didn't even bother fixing like where his ADP should go. They're just like uh-huh. whatever. He would have been tight end twelve. Wait, um, was this our our thing in DFB? Is King <laughs> Butler? Oh man, the only place I ever owned a guy was in DFB. <laughs> I can't believe we did we drafted him. What a waste! But hey, it I'll was, tell you what, it was though, a pre rookie draft. That's why. Yeah. Hakeem we Butler. didn't realize he would. Yeah, Hakeem Butler. If you're looking for a super sleeper at tight end, and Jordan Matthews isn't available, I would grab. <laughs> if Jordan Matthews and Jake Butt are not available, hey, there's always Hakeem. Oh Butler. my god, I almost spit out the drink I just took. A I sip did out. all over my. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you're right. When I look at the top eight, and I'll, I'll Sorry, go through me. those real quick, right? You've yeah. got Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Wait, Kyle 2019. Pitt. Tell everybody 2019. Why 2000? Well, I was gonna. Okay, fine. In 2019, we had Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz, <laughs> Evan Ingram, OJ Howard. Uh, Hunter Henry, TJ Hawkinson, David Njoku, um, and then wow. Noah Fanton, Eric Ebron, Dallas Goddard. And then again, somehow Hakeem Butler is showing up as tight end 12 from 2019, which I am going to again mark up to a programming issue. Okay. So, <laughs> so based on the wide receivers, the running backs, and the quarterbacks, you're talking about the one and two are the exact same thing in 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. in 2021, right? Yeah. 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 Just they, they, they flip-flop. It was Kelsey and Kittle. Uh, Kelsey was tight end one in June 19. Then George Kittle was the tight end one in 2020. Now Travis Kelsey is back to being the tight end because Kelsey, or excuse me, Kittle had a you know an injury. Yeah, he got hurt, year. so people are a little scared off, I guess, because it's yeah. still it still should be Kittle over um, Kelsey based on age and and the production. But wow, yeah, it's funny how fickle people are. What, what's interesting to note is the tight end three has changed three years running. Wow, it's uh, changed tremendously trying, too. We keep trying to find the other guy. It's going from <laughs> Zach Ertz to Mark Andrews to Kyle Pitts. And, and and you know what's really funny? First of all, Shane, you, you labeled this as June 2020. I guess that should be 2021, right? That's 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it is funny, the, especially the Zach Ertz thing. That one really... All right, forget. It. We're, we're we were going to talk about which ones we think should be and which are our surprises. Why don't I'm we? I'm fine with going letting this conversation go in any which way it wants. Okay, so then, <laughs> so Zach Ertz two years ago, unquestionable, he was the number three guy, uh, and then all of a sudden in 2020, he like kind of disappeared and then dropped, and now in 2021. Zach Ertz isn't even in the top. What? What? What is he? He's number He's twenty, not even on right? The list practically. Yeah. yeah Every- we we have quickly said Zach Ertz is dead. So you, Shane, you are our resident Eagles fan. So he is still literally on your team. He hasn't gone anywhere. Nothing has changed. It's the same thing as last year with Goddard. Is he really the tight end twenty? No, I think it's ridiculous. Look, I've been drafting Zach Ertz. We know why it happened, right? So as soon as Dallas Goddard arrived in Philadelphia, the talk has been, well, Goddard's going to take that job. Right. And 
we've been hoping it and wishing it to happen. Ertz has ignored that and said, all right, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to go out there and continue to put up, you know, basically Hall of Fame numbers yeah. until last year. Last year, you know, look, he, he had some issues with the contract. He wasn't happy about it. He had issues with injury. He had issues with he just didn't play well. Um, no one on that team played well. So collectively, as a fantasy community, we've decided that Zach Ertz is dead um, because he had the one bad year, which I, I think is kind of silly because it's not like Zach Ertz was ever this this physical specimen um, and it, it all of a sudden fell off. It's not like he was this yak monster. It's not like he was this, uh, you know, tackle the guy that would break tackles. Like nothing's changed. He's literally the same guy, except he had a bad season. Yeah, uh, he hasn't lost any skills. He's he's going to be the same guy no matter where he ends up playing. Um, I think he'll move on from Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I think he'll be fine for a while. But, Good tight end, not an yeah. athletic specimen, not like a Goddard, not like a lot of other tight ends. But you know, a savvy guy. He he played really well. He he fit there. And, um, you know, scored a lot of touchdowns, but you're right. I mean, it's funny. It's like he goes from the third overall to dropping off of earth in, in two years. But, but the same thing guy, is, largely. But the thing is, is though, when you say he will probably move on, we're already, what, the middle of freaking June already. When you say he's going to move on, when the hell is he going to move on? Yeah, I mean, and how? What do you yeah, think well, the thing is, to make that happen? Nothing yeah. needs to happen right now because, you know, there's no there's no reason to do anything right now because camps are on break. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. no reason. He's not going to move right now. The Eagles are... The Eagles, apparently, their tight end coach is talking to him weekly and, okay. and trying to convince him, like, hey, you know, we still want you here if you want to be here. Okay, I, so if he I, does I don't stay there... Happening. You don't, you really don't, you don't. No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, because I, you know, sometimes you, you bridges, you, you can only burn them so much before they collapse under your feet and then everyone dies. So. Different co- <laughs> coaches though, right? I mean, we're talking about different coaches, different coaches, same front office. He had a problem with though. No, I got you. Cause that was yeah, the issue yeah. was more that he wanted to be paid as a top two tight end. And the Eagles were like, nah, bro, let's see how this year goes. And then this year went awful. Um, so, but what lovers, happens? But, but what yeah. happens? You and I, Shane, you and I talked about this last week. I, I don't remember exactly which player we talked about, but he wanted to be gone. He's not gone and he's going to play. So, what happens if Zach Ertz does play? Whether he wants to leave or not, and they don't move him, if he plays, why should he be all the way down at 20? Why wouldn't he be up there at five and six like he was last year? Well, I don't think he'll get the five or six if he stays in Philadelphia because I do think finally Dallas Goddard will overtake him because Dallas Goddard is also on the last year of a contract, and I think the Eagles are going to want to see, all right, can he actually be our starting tight end? But is he better? Is he better than him? He's better. He's a better physical specimen. He's a better deep threat. Um, In theory, he's a better receiver. Um, but he hasn't actually done it yet, and he hasn't really taken the bulls by bulls by the horns. Whatever the <laughs> saying is, he hasn't really taken. He hasn't really taken like last year when Ertz was out. You want Goddard to like step on the throat and be like, "All right, this is my role," and he didn't really do that. But again, last year was so bad that it's hard to take too much into a, a account that way. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So Jer- Jeremy was muted, but he was shaking his head no the whole time. Jeremy, what do you think about uh, Zach Ertz and Goddard? I mean, I, Goddard's going to replace Ertz. Um, you know, he's four years younger, and they, you know, they spent to get him, and they he's definitely part of their plans, no doubt. But I, I don't know that he's any better than Zach Ertz was. 
I think he, he replaces him, sure. But like, yeah, I don't know that he, like Shane said, he, he really hasn't proven much yet. And, and he, and he might, maybe this is the year he does it. And, and, but I, I'm still always surprised how highly he gets drafted and, and his ADP, you know, he's the eighth tight end, right. Um, mm-hmm. This year, right now, the eighth tight end, just ahead of Gis, uh, Gesicki and, and Logan Thomas, which Logan Thomas, I'm surprised he's tight end 10. I, <laughs> that that's risky to me. Well, here's I mean, the thing, you know, I, I, Logan Thomas is fine, but that's a that's a that's kind of a risky pick when you look at all the guys like sort of behind him that I think might you know rise into that top. Are we talking ten today or twelve or eight? I, it doesn't I think matter. whatever. <laughs> tight end I love, ten. I love how well, Shane just blows it all off. Well, why don't we do that? Why why don't we go to this year? We we've talked about the last couple of years. Let's go to twenty twenty one. The Travis Kelsey and and George Kittle thing. Fine, one two two one whatever. But let's go to number three and what do you guys think who should be number three and who is right now in adp number three wow shane who is number three right now in adp exactly it's it's crazy yeah number three this year and if he does anything at all will be the tight end one next year is uh kyle pitts yeah for because all right Again, every single time we've done this, we have to mention, this is based on DLF's ADP mock drafts. It's it's the ranking of what people that are doing mock drafts on, AD, on ML, MFL right now, what they think should be the number three. And right now, Kyle Pitts is being drafted as the third tight end be, behind Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Jeremy, do you agree with that? I mean, I don't disagree with it because people love that player. They think that he's, um, you know, maybe a generational talent, an elite player, you know, maybe the best wide receiver in this draft, let alone the fact that he plays at tight end. I'm not surprised that he's at three. Um, I think it's, it's you know, worthy of discussion. It is, it seems kind of crazy that there's a rookie tight end that's never played before (laughs) that's in the top three. It also shows how top heavy and how kind of like Shane was saying, meh, it is after like the top guys, right? Yeah. You have this rookie that's already in ADP at, at tight end three. So I, I support that and I get that he's being drafted high. I don't know. I mean, that kid has to play yet. He's only 20. He's young. He has to play yet. I, I, you know, I think even like Shane said, as long as he has a successful season, whatever that might be a good season, what, and, and, you know, next year he's still going to be a top 12 drafted player i don't see he'd have to have a terrible first season something would have to go terribly wrong for him to fall out of the top 12 tight ends because he's thought of so highly right now i think in all in all three of the position that we've already done quarterback we had trevor lawrence wide receiver we had jamar chase <coughs> running back we <laughs> running back who did we end up saying was the number one Najee harris i think it well, was he was in the yeah he was in the top 12 right but but the number one running back so then tight end we have kyle pitts and i think with maybe the exception of trevor lawrence uh uh kyle pitts was pretty much by everybody saying the greatest tight end <laughs> that's ever come in yeah. so i think it would make sense that he would be sitting there at the number three spot behind travis kelsey and george kittle you're right though if he comes out and explodes and does what everybody wants him to do there's potential that he could be the 101 or the 102 tight end next year yeah and i, I don't want to beat it too much to death everybody's talked about kyle pitts so f- yeah it's crazy. exactly and everything everything's gone the way he needed it to go julio's yeah. gone he can be detached from the line he can split out wide and he could see 140 targets this year i and i can't fault anyone for drafting that high 
Um, but I also can't draft anyone that would have drafted Darren Waller, who's tight end four over him. Cause Darren right. Waller has had two really, really good seasons. And look, I was a guy that was, I last year before the season said, eh, Waller just volume dependent, you know, yeah. they've added Henry Ruggs. They've added Lynn Bowden jr. Moron. They've added, um, uh, you know, they, they've got all these receiving options now, oh, Henry Ruggs, Brian Lynn Edwards, Bowden. Lynn Bowden jr. Shh. They are showing you they don't want to throw to Darren Waller. And Derek Carr told me, dude, have you not seen my track record? I love throwing the tight ends. Yeah. I'm going to continue throwing the tight ends. And Darren Waller is actually a special tight end. So Darren Waller at tight end four, i completely fine with that. And, and we think- see that it is system specific. I mean, yeah. you're seeing the Chiefs have the number one or number two guy. You're seeing the 49ers have the number one or number two guy. The Raiders have the, you know, a top three guy. It, it's, it really is like um, you can't just plug any guy in and hope they do well. But two things, you need that good tight end and a system that uses the tight end at, <laughs> at volume, like Shane said. Right. And I have to predict beyond the top few guys how that's going to shake out and how good some of these guys are, like the Adam Troutman's. You know, the Cole Komets, who I'm not a big fan of. I think Troutman, you know, is a good player. Is he in the right system? Well, he plays for the Saints. Would have been a good system probably when Drew Brees was there. Is it a good system now? I don't know. It, You know, there's just so – tight ends are hard, man. I don't love the tight end position. It's a hard – it's a tough position, which is why I go into drafts taking Kelsey's and Kittle's and Pitts yeah. and Wallers because I don't want to have to try to figure it out because it's it's one of those things that's so perplexing to me. I don't know the answer. Do you remember right before <laughs> right before the pandemic, we had the Super Bowl down here in South Florida, and so I went to that fan expo thing where you got to meet everybody. And for our listener leagues. With Darren Waller, I met him. I took a picture with him. I sent it out to all of our. Oh, that's right. HQ I forgot crew. about Remember that. Remember that? And I was like, I didn't even know he was like twelve years old. I mean, like in my mind, Darren Waller had been in the league for like thirty years, but he had only <laughs> been in there for a couple of years. He was a young guy, and uh, and 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 every single year, it seems as though we sit here and talk about the Travis Kelsey, the George Kittle, we were talking about Zach Ertz, but Waller every year was putting up the numbers that puts him in the position that he is at number four right now. And I think he deserves to be at number four right now. And he yeah. was a guy we waited on forever. Exactly. Like they, he was a project that they converted and we're like, man, I, you know, a guy we kind of went after in drafts and stuff and then and then it didn't happen and you know i even cut him in a few places and then wasn't able to get him back which was a real pisser but like you know <laughs> waiting on him and then he finally just blew up and he's been you know, like you said you know three years now and i think he's worthy of that tight end four spot where yeah. he sits behind kyle pitts right now like shane said he's done it and he's done it and he did it and you know he's he he's somebody that if you are in a startup right now kind of foolish if you overlook him because it, it, he potentially helps you in your first year. And and maybe you draft him over or um, trade for him or acquire him instead of a Kyle Pitts if you're trying to win now because he's done it and he's probably going to do it again this year. I mean, whereas Pitts might not. Uh, so, yeah, Waller, don't don't look past that guy. Yeah, and He's in HQ1, it. in our league HQ1, with 16 teams, remember that going into the season, he was a free agent, and I threw all my money on him when Shane threw all his money on Josh Adams, the running back for the Jets. But uh, <laughs> the following season, but yeah, two years later, actually, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just had to throw it in there, but yeah, the damn yeah, Waller I, thing. You had more money than everyone else, didn't you? Or you, you actually no. spent all your money no, you right, spent all. on that one yeah, player? Well, not yeah. all of them. I spent 900 of the 1,000. 
Townsend to get Darren Waller. But in a 16-team league, he was the only guy available. But Shane, you were about to say something about Darren Waller before, and we interrupted you. But what are you going to say? No, I just – it's just Jeremy brought up a good point where – and this is what I, I failed to recognize what Waller going into last year too was, is it wasn't just a system thing. Um it's that those coaches recognize, okay, we have unique, uniquely skilled special tight ends. We need to use them. And as much as I'd love bagging on NFL coaches for showing us they're the smartest dudes in the room, <laughs> at least in this situation, <laughs> at least in this situation, you look at Andy Reid, you look at uh, John Gruden, and you look at uh, uh, Shanahan, and they go, oh, okay, these are unicorns. We need to use them, and we need to target them like wide receivers. We need to use those. Need to be the number one receiving option. Yeah, this is how our, our offense can beat the defense. Right. Why would I overlook that? Right. Okay, but if you say those are the guys, those are the guys that are the unicorns. Those are the things. And Kyle Pitts. Okay, and Kyle Pitts because he's a quote unquote generational talent. Now we are at that tear break. Then we're after Waller. Uh, well, that's what. We? Well, I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. Are we at a tear break, or is there a, spe- a specific guy that should be next? You I mean, I think I think we are. Like when you look at the top three productive guys, the top few productive guys that you want to take and you're thinking, you know, right at the top of the second round, grabbing those guys, they, I don't, there aren't other tight ends I'm thinking about taking at that plate at no. that spot. So I have to say there is a tear break. Okay. And whether that's psychological or not, or whether those <laughs> other tight ends after it can, can produce like that. There's a, in my mind, there's like those top three, maybe four guys now with pits. And then, I'm not drafting another tight end for a bit because I'm going to get it. No, you know, okay, so or something Shane, like that. Right so there. Shane, Jeremy and I say that there's a tear break. You no, yeah, said yeah. no. So, well, it, no, no, there's definitely a tear break. I mean, okay. honestly, there's probably two tear breaks at this point. It's probably, if you really wanted to look at it for dynasty purposes, it's probably Kittle, um, Pitts, and Kelsey in tier one, then Darren Waller tier two, and then the tier three guys where TJ Hawkinson jump, jumps in now. Okay. T- TJ Hawkinson to me is a guy that we might be talking about like Darren Waller next year. Um, he's that good in the situation is that advantageous to him. Um, he's a physical freak. Yeah. Uh, Detroit has literally no other receiving options. Um, apologies to Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think he's listening right now, right. but that's fine. <laughs> but I think TJ Hawkinson's a guy that, that could push himself into that tier two discussion. Um, if he goes out and does what I think he can do this year, which is a hundred plus receptions. I think next year at this time, we could be talking about Kyle Pitts, TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, and it, Zeus is always going to be not discounted, but he's going to be a little below that tier in our minds at this point next year, just because of age, no okay. other reason. Like so- I still think he'll go out there and ball. It's just that, you know, the same reasons we kind of, you can you can buy him now is because he's thirty two or thirty one or however old he is. Right, so and Hawkinson was targeted really you know a lot last yeah. year. A lot of um, you know sent into patterns you know um, a ton and and that's before they had a a, a shitty <laughs> wide receiver or you know pass catching core. So I yeah I, no no arguments with Hawkinson being up there. I think he's being overlooked a lot by people as far as his ability to block and play, especially at the wide receiver or as a wide receiver in that offense. All right, then wait a second then. If I was saying that there was a tear break there after Kelsey, Kittle, Pitts, and Waller. Yeah, I think you're right. But 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 wait, are we saying that now there's another tear break after TJ? Or are are the Mark Andrews, Noah Fance, Goddard, are those all kind of the same thing? Or is there a TJ break and then those guys? 
So Mark Andrews is, and he's he's next on the ADP uh, chart, and I think the community gets it right there because I think Mark Andrews is kind of in that tier with um, TJ Hawkinson where okay. w- we saw it you know, two years ago um, what he could be. We need the volume to pick up, obviously, from what do you call those people, the Ravens. We need um, Mark Andrews to play a little bit better than he did last year, but he's a guy that I can see neck and neck with Hawkinson. Um, but I prefer Hawkinson over him. I don't know if there's a full-on tear break. It, yeah, it's kind of like, together. yeah, it's kind of like, all right. Well, if both these guys are on the board, I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson. But I'm not going to go out of my way to target TJ Hawkinson over Mark Andrews if they're both on the board. Still, I'm not going to trade. You know, say that there's one pick in front of me. There's two guys on the board. I'll, I'll accept whoever falls to me there. Okay, I prefer TJ but- Hawkinson, but I'll take either. Okay, but that's two guys. Are are we talking about a tier break here, or are we talking about a a bundle of guys being here? Jeremy, you're confusing me. Well, what I'm saying is we're talking about TJ and and Mark Andrews. Is there other people? What I said to you was the Noah fans, the Goddards, and all. Yeah, or is it just those two guys? No, I think it's after that. It's that. Yeah, that's that next tier break, and then it's. I, I think you could argue that um, yeah. there's okay, a tear break with those guys, but I'm. Uh, it's tr- it's tough for me. I, I get what he's saying. Like, okay, you have Kelsey Kittle, Pitts, and Waller. There's one tier, and value wise in drafts, maybe you look at it like this. Then you have Hawkinson and Andrews. I mean, Andrews has done it year over year. He's only 24 years old. Honestly, in a weird way, and we don't have to talk about this now. I think that Lamar Jackson's holding Mark Andrews back, or that offense. They run the ball a lot. They throw the ball the middle over the middle. You think that would uh, benefit Mark Andrews, but they have other tight ends that you know. Oh my God, I'm going to throw the tight end. And Mark Andrews <laughs> isn't there. That you know that particular play or whatever. Um, I just think there's some weird stuff that goes on. I think he he might be better on another team. I I like him as much as I like Hawkinson. It's just that offense is kind of goofy to me. And but then there's Noah Fant, like you said, Goddard. Gasicki, all those guys, you could probably lump Hawkinson, Andrews, Fant, Goddard, and Gasicki all kind of in the same bunch. Though Gasicki, there's an interesting wrinkle as the Dolphins drafted Hunter Long, who I think is even better than Gasicki at playing tight end and catching the football. So now they have two guys. How does that affect him? But I mean, I I think you, maybe there's just a tear break after Waller right now, and you have Hawkinson, Andrews, Fant, Goddard, Gasicki, and then whatever. You know, I'm not sure. If, there could be a secondary tear break, like Shane said, where you have Hawkinson and Andrews as far as people's perceptions, but I don't know if that's realistic. And, like that, these guys yeah, could see, just, I, and pretty I, much that was my question. That that That's what I was saying. Okay, then Is, I do. Yeah, to me, there's, a, there's a, a definite break there. And I, you know, I love Noah Fant coming out of college, and I still think he is – phenomenal athlete i just think the situation is not going to lend itself to him ever moving into the tight end one um spot where i can see tj hawkinson doing that i can see the the, the situation sure. being yeah, that advantageous that. to him fan he needs so much to change for him he needs a new quarterback and again situations do change and i love his ability so you know if you're thinking long term Sure, it could happen. He's not a guy that I'm out on by any means. It's just I think Hawkinson's path to being a tight end, the tight end one is uh, is more believable, and it's something I can actually see right now. Okay, and that's perfect. And this is part of the reason why, Jeremy, we waited till you came back to be able to do the tight ends. So if we're yeah, gonna say if we're gonna say that there's is another tear break right there after Hawkinson and Andrews, then you have that group of Fant, Goddard, Kaseki, Logan Thomas, Irv Smith, Evan Ingram. At, at this point right now, this is what the listeners are listening to. 
that they want to know which one of these guys should they I be targeting. Know. They they want to know which one of these guys they should be targeting because all the other ones are kind of obvious. So at this yeah. point right now, so Jeremy, who do you think out of that bundle of guys, who should be the next guy that people are looking at? I probably want Fant, um, even though this, you know, situationally, I, I think he's better um, than the the other guys that follow on that list. Uh, better athlete. He's younger. I, I mean, I prefer him. I think he could become a great player. There are some issues, the quarterback position, lots of mouths to feed there. You start overanalyzing it, but if you just match him up with all the players above him and then the players below him, he, he's kind of picked next in the dodgeball game before, to me, before Goddard. Gasicki and the others. Although I wouldn't be surprised if people draft Goddard before Fant either. I'm so, a little bit. I know they're just one spot apart. Tight end seven Fant, tight end eight Goddard. I'm almost surprised by that. That Goddard. I know people love Goddard. I, I would have expected Goddard to be after Andrews and before Fant, but I think in this case I agree with it. I because I want Fant in this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree there too. I I, I want Fant over Goddard. Um, because again, at that point, we're talking about their situations. Neither of them are at in the current moment are particularly great, right? So I'm going to take the guy that's more physically talented, who had the better college career, and that's Fant. Fant was my tight end one coming out of college. I liked him over Hawkinson. And if Fant was in Detroit and Hawkinson was in uh, Denver, yeah, well, you might I, feel differently about I, yeah. I'd have Fant. I'd have Fant over Hawkinson right now. And again, yes, I know situations can change. Look, their, their quarterback situation is going to – something's going to happen. Either Drew Locke is going to improve tremendously um, or Teddy Bridgewater is going to come in there and play much better than Drew Locke did, or they'll both be gone and they'll get a new tight end. And Fant is still young. Fant came into the league incredibly young. Fant's still just uh, – Yeah, Hawkinson too, man. They're both 23 years old. Yeah, they're both just 23 years old. It's just I need less – to happen right now for Hawkinson to become that, that tight end one. And yeah, it's not even close to me. I take both of those guys over Goddard. Um, that, that next grouping where it's Dallas Goddard, Mike Gusecki. I, I don't want either of them. I'm not targeting them. I'll take them. Um, but those are, like you said, when you draft, you try to get your Travis Kelty, Kelsey, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson. And if I don't get one of them, then I'm fine with getting, Evan Ingram. Yeah, even Hurst. in start tight end, man. Start, I'm sorry, even in start one tight end leagues, yeah. I'm shooting for those guys because then I don't have to think, you know, when those guys, who am I going to put in over Kelsey or Kittle if those guys are on my roster? I don't have to think. I plug them in and I can use my, um, you know, time better to, you know, decide, okay, which is my second quarterback this week? What wide receivers do you want to put in? You know, what, what, what running backs? It just makes the job easier. And I think you'd be successful when you have a top tight end like that because you don't have to be like, hmm, this week, Irv Smith Jr. or Evan Ingram. <laughs> I honestly don't give a shit because I don't want to start either <laughs> one of those guys. But see, that's why this position is so hard to do. And that's why we saved it for the last. It is hard. The, the last one that we should do, talk about, you know? I don't, yeah, but see, I don't even know that it's hard. I know, like, right now it's it's six or seven guys that i would definitely want and then everyone else is just all right whatever you're all in the same bag and whichever one's cheapest and falls for me i'm not going out of my way to get but that's 
But that's what makes it hard. When when I say hard, I just mean I agree with that. most of the people in this in this community in fantasy football, we all want want like definitive. This is this is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. And I think at this position, once you get past those tiers, it's very difficult to see who should be the guy. And that's why, again, when we talk about this, that's why people want to hear what we all think. You know? Well, yeah. Once you get past tight end eight, just give me Anthony Ferkser because I mean. <laughs> I don't care. Probably yeah, just as good one? as all these other guys you're drafting at 9, 10, 11, 12. But I I swear to, yeah, Evan Ingram's been overrated since Evan Ingram was drafted. Oh my and God. I, you know, he's, he's, he's actually done better. And, you know, I'm glad I have him at this point sometimes. But, like, honestly, he's been in the league since he was 22 years old, I think. And he he's still being drafted at tight end twelve. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I Let, I don't draft him there. Well, so I think we're one. We're looking at okay, maybe the Giants will actually use him in the role that they used him in in his rookie year, um, <laughs> instead of trying to make him block, which wasn't his bag coming into the pros, and they knew it in his rookie year and said, all right, we're going to throw the ball to you a lot, maybe. But that's what I, they sh- that's what they should be doing. Throw the ball. There's also the fact on. that okay, he's in his final year with them. So no matter what happens this year, he's going to move on. He'll be 27. We all know there's a narrative of tight ends making it um, popping with their second team. And if someone's going to do it, it seems like it would be Evan Ingram because whatever team signs him next would go, you know what? You know what we should do? Is he's this guy is a, a receiving option. But what, that's what he's really good at. But what if he si- resigns again with the Giants? So well, let- then, then <laughs> we'll all be sad. All right, let me ask you this. At this point right now, we've talked about this for, you know, more than half an hour. With this position, it's very difficult to figure this out. Is there any tight ends in the tight end 13 to 29? Is there any in the those ADPs that you guys think should be higher? Because unlike the last couple yes. of weeks, all right, unlike the last couple of weeks where he we said, this guy shouldn't be, this guy should be, it's kind of difficult with the guys we already have now. It's, it's well, hard no, I to mean, figure that. I'll tell you so, right now, I, I'd get rid of Mike Gusecki, Logan Thomas, um, and Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, um, I, would, I would too. Right, wait, I really Jeremy. would. All right, I'll, I'll come to you after, Shane. Who, who then did we not speak about that you think should be up there? Um, I mean, I don't want to talk about Zach Ertz again because we already talked about him, but I'd have right. no problem with moving him back up there. And then from the younger guys, yeah. uh, Cole Komet, um, Pat Fryermuth, and uh, Adam Troutman. I'm fine with moving those guys up. I'd take a shot on any of those guys before Robert Tanyan and Hunter Henry and Juno Smith, Tyler Higby, and – did I say Pat Fryermuth? Yes. So yeah, you said you there. said two two sophomores and one freshman is what you right. said. Right. Okay, Jeremy, do you agree with this? Is there some some other tight end that he's taught that he missed? I'm fine with what he said. I mean, the the guys that I would drop, I think Gasicki because of Hunter Long specifically. I mean, I think he's a fine <laughs> tight end, and he really did pretty well last year. Um, you know, at the end of the year, and I, 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 I'm fine with him, but the situation is kind of murky. And Hunter Long, I do think, is totally better than than he is, so that that makes it murky. So I could see him falling out of this. Um, I, I could see um, Logan Thomas because of his age, and I, I just don't see him being a long term answer at tight end. So I think he's falling out for sure. Irv Smith Jr. Not a huge fan. I know he's young. I, I just, I mean, he's just okay. He's not anybody special. Um, I, I wouldn't even have a problem if somebody dropped Ingram out of the top 12. If he goes to another team, maybe a different story. Komet, 
Shane said, hey, maybe we move him in. Did pretty well in Chicago last year. Um, is a better player than he is like a on paper. He's not the best football player, but he's like a decent NFL player. I could see that happening. He he did okay last year. Troutman for sure. I, I would I would definitely bump Troutman out. I think he's talented enough and plays on a team that I hear Shane clicking and typing on his Sorry. on his keyboard and mouse. That's all I hear. Keyboard and mouse. <laughs> click like my It's because he learned um, from last week where he kept freaking muting himself, and then every time I'd go to him, he was muted. Oh, he? <laughs> yes, it was so annoying. You have to listen to the next week last week's show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Adam Troutman, and I think he's a, a very talented player. I I think it's a matter of time before he ends up in the top twelve tight ends i think it's in the cards for him so i'll go with him um in the top 12 next year i'm not on board for Komet. i like him fine and he's close right now but i will i'm on board for tr- saying troutman will john smith is actually intriguing because mm-hmm. actually that guy's a better blocker than he is um uh, and he's he's just like maxed out like muscled guy they're like hey we're gonna have you block because you're a badass you shouldn't be such a badass maybe we'd throw you the ball more because <laughs> you can also catch but you're such a badass so he almost like i feel like he hurts himself in New England, that's kind of interesting, but I, you know, he's he's on his second team. I'm not sure it works out as well for him. A guy like I keep talking about that I think it might be in the cards for moving up, and he's way down at tight end 25 right now. Anthony Ferkser for Tennessee. I really think that that guy he plays for Tennessee. He um, they throw the ball to the tight end quite a bit. He did pretty well last year. He's super smart player. He's not like he's not you know any more special right than like. Um, who do I want to compare him to? Um, well, like maybe Zach Ertz, right? I, I could see Ferkser, honestly, uh, Troutman moving up into the top 12 pl- players. And Fryermuth, I don't know. Jury's out on him. He's a hell of a player, um, young blocker. So I'll, I'll maybe give him my vote because he's going to Pittsburgh, who, who does use the tight end quite a bit, right? So let's go with Troutman, Fryermuth, and I'm going to say Ferkser <laughs> over Komet. I don't I, like Bo Komet. I agree with you at Ferkser. You do. However, however you I know say I can't it. say his name I, either. I, I, I know. Fer- Ferkser. But let me let me All right. If we go based on 4 years of doing the show of Shane making fun of me about calling me pop pop and old and and everybody <laughs> calling me uh um uh, uh, uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh Homer. Uh, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski down there at oh. tight end 23. In, in a lot of leagues last year, he scored enough points for you to win some games. If we're just talking about winning in, in 2021... I would not though because he's going to retire. Okay, but but he's not going to retire in 2021. He's going to play in 2021. He And, and so for... <laughs> You have to edit that out now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit shit. I saw him roll his eyes. What what I'm just going to say? I'm not going to say that. I'm here in, for this. In Dynasty, yes, get him. But if you want to win this year, I would I would actually take him over some of the guys that we've talked about going up there. I agree. Dynasty wise, if you're talking about long term, more so than any other position we've talked about. Those top 12 guys are set in stone. They're great. Keep them, blah, blah, blah. But for this year, if I want to win this year, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> F- you, Shane. I see your face. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine having Rob Gronkowski on my roster in some of the leagues for this year in 2021. 
No, here's the thing. And it's fine because I'm not, again, outside of eight tight ends, I'd say eight tight ends, maybe uh-huh. I don't want to pay for any of them. So it would literally be who's, who's the cheapest tight end I can get. Is okay. it Robert Gronkowski? Fine. Is it an Anthony Fersker? Fine. I'll take him. Is it a Logan <laughs> Thomas? Whatever. I, I, I literally do not care. Like I play the tight end position, just like Jeremy said, I get the one big guy and you know, yes. for a few years I've been like, I'll overpay for every t- stud yeah, tight end I can find because they're hard to find. They're like a blue whale Are blue whales <laughs> rare. I don't know. <laughs> White whale, white whale, rare. They're like a coelacanth. I don't think it's yeah. blue or white, but whatever. We'll whatever. Look it say up. it's a purple whale. You say don't a see unicorn. Them. Go back to unicorn. Un- that was good. I like purple whale. So when you see a no, purple like whale, unicorn. right, yeah. you're, you're like, well, I got to get that purple whale because I might not see another one. Like there's literally only five of them on Earth. So I've never seen a purple whale. Jeremy, has everybody, anybody talked about purple whales? I don't know. I but uh, all right. All right. So look. Let, we, let's, so let's, we, we're talking about purple whales tonight. It really doesn't matter. Let's wrap this all up because we do have some trades but we're going to move the trades to the hq crew the patreon show so because yeah. we've already been talking way too long about a position that is way easier or harder whatever so let's get some actionable positions. some actionable uh, advice with tight ends okay but i don't is, think i don't think it's like the past couple of weeks where we know that this guy's gone this guy's out because, i know because yeah. yeah. so so go ahead shane tell us what you think <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, look, Jeremy made the point. Jeremy made the point. We're buying high on tight end. We'll buy uh-huh. the high ones. Everybody yep. outside of that, I don't care. And we're we're fine Thank with you. buying on upside on players like Kyle Pitts because, again, the rarity of hitting at that position is such an advantage. If you get one of the guys that's a top four tight end, look, you're going to crush other com- competitors. competitors. Well said, man. It I, is I, so- I wasn't even going to try to shut you up like I normally do because that was really well said. Oh, all right. So <laughs> what we're going to do right now is, Shane, tell everybody about our age. What I was trying to say is we're going to move the trades to HQ Crew. We're going to yeah. wrap this up. Shane, yeah. tell everybody about HQ Crew. Okay, we got the HQ crew. Um, actually, I got some more return mail back this week um, for the swag that I've been sending out to them. So it's, I mean, I'm going to pretty more, good. Are you serious? You got more return Jeremy, to sender Jeremy, mail? just, <laughs> of I'm, course I'm, it's going to happen. You know, it, pretty we, good we made the mistake of letting him do this. So go ahead. <laughs> I'll He's say, look, giving away our shit to the neighbors, probably. I am at at least a 75% hit rate, which is pretty good. Um, pretty good. But I got it, 10 stickers in my I got, I got, well, that's did the you? other issue. Did you really? Some people, some people got, got more three. than others. Well, I was, yeah, like, I was like two months late, though. I got two koozies, actually two koozies and four stickers. I was like, who's counting this shit? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a great, has his kids doing it. I didn't do a great job of measuring things out or apparently getting them out. But, but look, become an H per crew member because what, one thing you do get, right? A couple things you always get. Because I I'm hope your here. stickers aren't trimmed too closely and like they're not the right size when you get them. Oh my God. So, Go ahead. A couple things. Uh, you, you always get the, the uncentered version of this show. You get the bonus podcast that we do every week. You get the Zoom party every month. You get the group me chat every single second of every single day. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's true. It is so true. true. Yes. And you get the swag when it actually makes it to your house 75% of the time. Um, because- <laughs> we hope you live in country because Shane has trouble with the postal codes oh in God. Europe, for instance. But nobody cares. Everybody loves Shane. So, Jeremy, yeah. tell us about our store. <laughs> 
Yeah, we have a store. So if you want to pick up anything, you know, cool products like <laughs> shirts, hats, stickers that we already mentioned, like we've gotten for the HQ crew, <laughs> mugs, um, anything really, check it out. HQ has a store, dthq.storeenvy.com, dthq.storenvy.com. And uh, cool shit Shane says too on t shirts if you're into that. Yeah. And Jeremy, you missed it last week, but apparently. Apparently, one of the big hits of last week was that Shane said, even though the pandemic's over, you still need to get a mask because there's a lot of ugly people out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't really? Know. You said that? That's yeah, and I don't, want anyone, I don't want anyone to think that that was a sexist comment. I truly mean that about all people, like men and women, evenly. Yeah, fairly, like, you're fair. Yeah, I'm fair. There, there's a lot of disgusting-looking dudes that, you know, look – the bigger mask that you can get, the better. Like, cut out some eyes so you can see, but you, you need to wear a mask. And there's nothing wrong with – look, and I, I want you to know, I don't judge ugly, right? Because God made you that way. And who am I to judge how God made you? God, You are how, as God made you. Um, and if God decided that you needed to be ugly in life, well, you know, that's oh just your God. lot in life. I need I that, masks are cool I need that hook they cover and that rope to pull Shane back. I'm just saying, I can't. I know we do. Like, I'm trying to say right. the mask is huge. It covers up half your face yes they are awesome it's great that we don't need them as much anymore (laughs) but if you want a mask they are badass they're white with our cool new logo on the front of them taking up the whole face shane has one i have one get one all right. No, I, I mean, I don't need it. <laughs> Not for your face, right? I'm good but, looking. Yeah, you're vaccinated now. But what I'm going to say is, you know, look, if you think you I'm might need looking. one to cover your whole face, you know, just get Wait, it a bigger size. Did you say old face? Is that a, a jab face. at me? Oh, okay. old face. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So also <laughs> check out our Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, we're still trying to push for that 300 in a couple weeks. But, um, um, hey, we're going to move all the trades and everything to our HQ crew, our Patreon account. Go join that. Hey, we're only like less than two months away uh, for the expo. Unfortunately, Jeremy, at this point, I still think we're going to try to change his family trip and get him to come with us. But if not, come meet us at the expo in August. And uh, we love you guys. And thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye. Everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.